Shout out to Fino and Black, this music lover. Juan Burgundy, Silent Age Media, man. Mindset of a young nigga with idle time. They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind. It's hip hop infiltrated by a wicked built industry. I'm being represented for the underground. Independence, Fifth Amendment, freedom of speech. The revolution is pending. But it's cool because you see we on a mission. Television off, this a viral petition. Man, and I hope you pay attention. The WM48, we keep it real. Oh, his nigga, nigga, nigga. No. Right. So I was asking you, you put, you <laughs> put, a, you put a comment in the group. Go. You said that's not how hymens work. I asked, could you explain that? What you meant by that? What you mean now? I like feel that? like I, I am, I have, I don't have enough ovaries to be a, a subject on this thing. But the fact that hymens have been proven a long ass time ago to not do anything when it comes to virginity. Uh, also, uh, hymens can be broken very easily by doing just regular mundane ass shit. And also hymens grow back. People think that hymens are like a thin sheet of thing. People think hymens are, you know, when you take the orange juice off and you have the safety, the safety wrapper. Oh my God. That's yeah, what people think. Pull that safety cap off. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what people think. You know what I mean? I think that's what people think hymens are. Like this, there's, there's, there's a, there's a covering over it. Not. <laughs> doesn't work like that. You learned that in, in, in health class, T.I. I don't know how T.I. didn't learn that. He read a lot of books, I as do. he says. You say he read a lot. Do he really reread? He says, he says he reads a lot of books. He looks at a lot of words. <laughs> I think that is more accurate. <laughs> yeah, we need to start and to distinguish of, this. He, he did look at that, that five-letter word called hymen. I don't, if you ask him to spell it, I bet you he couldn't. Poor man. How did gynecologists let this happen? Nigga. Did you see? Uh, that's the real question. His daughter is 18 years old. No, you can you can have medical like stuff. Like you can keep that from your parents even but before 18. Bro, there well, certain, I hope there, she realizes that. There are certain things that a that a you know a, a, um a doctor or something like that you can that a, a child I mean, theoretically, I think they got to be over 16 in some places, but they, they can tell you that you don't have any requirement to tell the parent. Mm-hmm. And it usually goes with like being like sexually active or, or things like that. And now, it's a way so the child would tell the truth to the doctor to make sure, you know, everything I ain't. Twine, you might not have smart. all the facts, but uh, Planned Parenthood had some facts they wanted to share. After they Talk caught wind of T.I.'s interview. And, uh, Planned you, Parenthood, stay out here. Educate motherfuckers. But I you can it. tell this. I, I don't care. I, don't, I, I, I would bet money that this is a definitely was a black woman who works for Planned Parenthood social media account. Who was like, nah. Off. She went today. off. She so, said, not today. Here we go. I don't know who needs to hear this, but virginity is a made up social construct and it has absolutely nothing to do with your hymen a virgin is someone who's never had sex period but sex means different things to different people so virginity does too many don't care what it means or think it matters whatever you believe the fact is you can't tell if someone's had sex by checking their damn hymen the hymen is a thin fleshy tissue that's located at the opening of your vagina facts like other parts of our bodies hymens are a little different for everybody Many people think the hymen totally covers the opening of your vagina until it's stretched open, but that's not actually the case. Most hymens naturally have a hole big enough for period blood to come out and for you to use tampons comfortably. Some people just naturally have hymens that are more open, and many other activities besides sex can stretch your hymen like riding a bike, doing sports, or putting something in your vagina like a tampon or your finger. Once your hymen is stretched open, it can't grow back. Some people think you can tell if someone's had sex before if their hymen is stretched open. But that's not the case. Say it with us. You can't tell if someone's had sex by the way their hymen looks or feels. And yes, this is how she wrote it. The way I just read it and clapped, that's how she wrote it. 
It's all class. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Because, I mean, like, but it's stuff we learned a long time ago. Yeah, we learned it because we paid attention. (laughs) Clifford didn't. (laughs) Clifford didn't learn that. But it's also Clifford. His idol is still Bill Cosby, y'all. I'm sorry. I, I don't know why people. There's not. I don't even think there's an expectation for Clifford to be a better person. I think he would just accept T.I. at his level of trash he's always been at. So when I see him and Killer Mike arguing with Candace Owens on the stage, I feel like they are best friends. I don't want to see them niggas talking about politics. I definitely don't want to hear about T.I. talking about hymens and anything having to do with women. Hey, look, the, the fact that so many men think they have ownership over women's bodies, the fact that so many men think they have ownership over their daughter's bodies, like if anything, your child is an adult now. We we tend to forget like when we were thinking about sex. Like you can't oh, yeah, you were twenty, yeah, but I was thinking about sex very young. You know what I mean? Like but we don't like teach like the only thing you can do is teach your child to be safe, to know all the ins and outs, to know the emotional impact of sex and give them the real so that they can make an informed decision. Cause majority of the times children who have information make pretty good decisions. Right. And that's all you can do because you out there doing the same dumb shit. Like, so they act like your daughter can't have, can't have control over her sexuality. Like that's, um, I, for me, for me, I'm going to take it to another level. I feel like there is what I'm now calling ancestral infatuation going on here with T.I. This is, to me, it's just modern property. I feel like these dudes need to step all the way back from their daughters because it has hit a level of super creep. That is totally unacceptable. You going with your daughter to the gynecologist? Do you go with Tiny to the gynecologist, sir? No. And Tiny, you letting this nigga go to the gynecologist with your daughter? Only time I'm going to the gynecologist with my daughter is to drive her there and then to make sure that she healthy. This is n- it. This I mean, yeah, obviously. Treat that. Once you get to a certain age, I'm sitting up in the front. <laughs> Just, like, you ain't right. my child, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm up in the front now. Oh, it looks like his daughter is liking tweets against her. What do you mean? I mean, against him. Excuse me. So mm. Deja, uh, Deja I, is that her last name? I, Deja I is liking tweets that are roasting T.I. for this. But this nigga literally said he walks into the office and tells the doctor, just check the hymen, please. Just give me the results. Don't, don't worry about the rest of the health. Are you fucking? Of course you're serious. Never mind. That was a stupid question. Wow. I can't make I definitely can't make something that vile up. No, I know. That's why I was just like, never mind. Of course he said that. Yeah, I can't uh Yikes. Can't do it. Don't have it in me. Not that ratchet yet. That that I'm not at TI levels yet. So uh never will be, thank God. TI trash. I've been saying TI trash for a long time. I've I've watched that show. I watched like ten minutes of that show and I was like, nope, he's trash. The bad part is the show is extremely entertaining and there are some really good people on it. Wait, what show are you talking about? T.I. I'm not talking about that voter, not that Netflix shit. If that's he talking about, about oh, T.I.'s family. I've family never show. watched T.I.'s family show. I never I family knew family. I wasn't going to enjoy that shit. Yeah. So um, somebody posted a, uh, somebody posted a uh, Twitter. It was Jared. He put a post in the group which was a tweet that said it was from Kanye West news 
which okay <laughs> and it is just it looks like an old tweet look it's from january 2919 so i guess it popped back up but the tweet basically says remember when cole got his phone stolen out of his pocket by a fan and he called jay-z from it and he wasn't answering so they called from their own phone and he picked up <laughs> okay first off that's funny as shit it is it is. I didn't know about the second part. Uh, okay, so I'm going to add some clarity to this because I have not been able to prove the second part. But I think it's hilarious it's, either way. J. Cole has uh, a propensity to losing phones. He lost his phone and Questlove found it in a car one time and was able to get it back to him. And then at a show, which is where this story comes from, a girl actually stole his phone while he was performing. Which sucks, but also, why would you go on stage with your phone? I guess. Uh-huh. I thought you, you could leave that one of your security guards to your bros. But uh, it's so not like you can go check a text. You're not going to check text messages during the calls, during the That's performance. Uh, during the concert. But what happened was, and they had video footage of her actually doing it. That's how they found out what happened to his phone. He was leaning over two girls while performing, and while he was, you know, uh, working on his showmanship, one of the girls was able to pop his phone up out his pocket. And that's that. That was her whole goal was to get it out of his pocket, and she she kind of eased it up and then popped it out, and it fell into her hands, and she took it and she tucked it in her shirt or something. And they had footage of her clearly doing all of it, and they basically went to went to twitter he went to twitter with it and he said let's see i got his tweets he said incredible vancouver show we did that shit people always ask my crazy experience on the road tonight wow this shit happened so to the girl in the front row with the white shirt and the pink bra before i put this footage online of you stealing my phone out my pocket i'm gonna let you save the embarrassment and world star fame by hitting two people that are associated with him so I can get the, so I can get that back ASAP. You got a few hours. You've got, you're, what's you're, the world star fame? Like people going, she going to become famous because I she mean, stole the phone. Like, I mean, exactly. Nobody's going to be looking at her and be like, shame. Well, for, so <laughs> right. this was a, this was cold world cold. So, you know, he was still in the locker room. He wrote, you're a G, but thank God for Cole's summer camera crew. And please don't call Jay-Z. He on vacation. You just asking him to call Jay-Z now, nigga. What are you talking about? Like, like, what year was this? This is 2013-2014. So we we still have smartphones. You can erase this. You could also lock your phone so you can't get in. I mean, like yeah, you can still lock your phone. You can still there was remote erasing. Like if you ain't if you ain't got that job, not to call. And then when that ha- so this was actually 2011. So when that happened, then other articles came out around that time. One of them being J Cole has his phone stolen, and now rumors of a sex tape with Rihanna hit the net. Oh, what? Hustler are in possession of the Rihanna and J. Cole tape. We have seen it and we do not know what we're going to do with it yet. While they refuse to discuss any further details of the tape, the fact that it exists is sure to have Rihanna quaking. This is from Uproxx, by the way. Is they, Are they still a thing? I do not know. I can't say I've heard an Uproxx article or read one in a long time. We should do a, um, we should also do who that is for like hip hop sites. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad idea <laughs> but uh yeah uprox is still a thing it is still going strong got some lizzo articles got some movie reviews they they claim that ford versus ferrari is pure unadulterated swagger so there you go mike i don't like that description <laughs> i was gonna see it anyway because it has cars that i like in it i like could really give a shit about the acting but um i mean that's cool it's got a positive review Mm-hmm. The nothing but swag thing really makes me uncomfortable because it's Christian Bale and Matt Damon and neither one of them have swag. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right about this. So I don't get where they're getting that from. The cars have swag. The Ferrari 330 P4 and the Ford uh, GT40 both have tremendous amounts of Maybe that's swag. what they mean. Maybe but aren't mean we saying drip now and not swag? I Isn't thought we were. New? 
that's what young um what's my boy from Memphis told me. Dolph? Yeah, young Dolph. That's what he said. He said drip. Drippy, keep it drippy. So I don't know. I, got I don't think Uprox has much swag if they're still saying swag. Mm, that's their writers. But you know, that was the decision they made. No, I know. Yeah. Hey, shout out to the dude who took over at Deadspin, ruined it, made everyone quit. Uh, I was about to say, and not then, shout out to him. He fucking tanked that shit. And then left Dead, like, and then website. left Deadspin this week and wrote a letter saying he enjoyed his time there and it was a great experience for him. But he's moving on to better ventures. Wait, he left after he tanked the site. Absolutely, he was he was the only one writing Holy the articles shit. on the site. Since because everyone quit, he was the one writing all the articles. Oh my god! Yeah, because they sold it. They sold it to a different media group, a bigger media group, and then they started making changes. Then the one the editors left earlier in the year, and they knew that shit was going down, and Desmond was still writing some stuff, and then it got worse and worse, and that's when people just started leaving, and then people left in mass. Well, it was the it yeah? Was I remember the, when and then, like, and then the news started quitting. And then the new editor is the one who just left. Yeah, he was. Uh, they, so they were they were deleting people's articles that had political curves to them. Yeah, yep. and the sports quote people were like, "Nope, not cool." On a website that's never done that. That's never, never just quote never sports. That. That's what. That's why Deadspin was so good. Exactly. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if y'all read this article, but Issa Rae had a message for people that uh, shutting the fuck up can be so valuable in business. So, mm. Amanda, I hope you heard That's that. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> Just, <laughs> see, like, that was a direct quote. Mm-hmm. Shutting the fuck up is worthy. You should try sometime. Tastes great. All that closed mouth and no opinion. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> ah. I don't like her so much. So we were supposed to do who that is. We're not doing who that is because DJ's not here. So we can't do it, man. I got two good ones though, man. Shit. I can't wait till we get to do it. I know. Are we going to do it uh, next week? Yeah. Uh, I well, know. I don't even know if I have it. We're supposed to have a guest next week. We'll, we'll get it. Together I know, but I want to do it with the guest. <laughs> we're supposed to have a guest next week. So we might do it with the guests uh, later in the show, but we're going to sit and talk to her first. But yeah, who that is? I have mine. Um, I was ready. I definitely got mine. But, I have some people. I just feel like mine's are very easy. I mean, I feel like one of mine is very easy, but I still, have, you know, feel like it's irrelevant. Also, feel so like so like some of, we're gonna have to have the same people at some point. Oh, I have a list going to track it. But yeah, we're gonna bump heads at some point. I feel like this show we would have bumped heads with all four of us picking two. But yeah, I thought the last time we were going to, but we didn't. It was close. Because me and you did listen to the same album. It was close. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you brought our kid Daytona, though. You went deep in that. <laughs> yeah, you woo, got the deep cuts. So it's weird. Like, I'm trying to find a balance of not going too deep, as in finding people who never quite made it into a spotlight, but were so close. Right. I'm like, oh, I was a fan of them, but I don't think they had a yeah. girl, like that. Cl- like, I'm, I'm trying to stay away like from Like, they that. really had the heat like that. Yeah. yeah. I, know what, I know what you mean. So it's getting a little difficult now to to pull up some names. I had a bunch, and then I was like, I can't use any of these people. Nobody knew these niggas. Some of these niggas never even got their fucking EP done. Like I can't, I can't use these cats. Oh, you gone real obscure. Yeah, it was it was just by nature. They were the first people that popped up in my head. Uh, I sent Deidre a video earlier today. I did not send it to y'all, but I wanted. I I kind of I kind of want y'all to hear this because it's like contradictory shit well no i could either do this video so you want ratchet video or you do or do you want to hear one of my theories on new rappers uh either one obviously both yeah, of them sound good okay i'll do yeah, the theory go on, with your heart i'll do the theory on new rappers and then end with the ratchet video how about that we'll end the podcast all right with let's the get it video. does this uh new rappers theory have anything to do with carbonated water by ski mess song absolutely my new favorite not. Rap song of all time <laughs> absolutely not sir uh, but if i come up with a right, theory for that i will let you know copy that let's get it oh lifetime is doing a salt and pepper bio biopic good for them good for them 
Of Shout course, out to DJ yeah. Spinderella. You know what I'm saying? I don't think she's involved. I'm just saying. <laughs> just putting it out there. So, um, somebody posted this in the group. They said this randomness came across my timeline and they put this video in the group. Oh. popped up on somebody's timeline i am not a fan <laughs> um, i'm good actually on this but if other people love it hey uh go with it so here's my question yeah how old is this person rapping this song i'm looking her up now to get her information because i didn't look her up earlier so her name is ash nico and she's carving a lane for her own with stupid. She's a 23 year old rapper. Okay, then I have no problem with this song whatsoever. Yeah, she's a she's a 23 year old rapper, and I really don't. She, I guess she's from the UK. I don't know. I really don't need any she more. She's not British. She's doing that mask your accent thing that they be doing. Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh no, she's from North Carolina. Yeah, she's from North okay, Carolina. Okay, that makes way more sense. That's like and... she don't sound like she's from England, bro. She moved to Estonia and Latvia before oh, heading to London. Latvia. She's now based on oh, La- Latvia. You're right, Latvia. I said Latvia because Destiny's Child. But yeah, Latvia. Yep. <laughs> and she headed to London where she is now based. So, oh. uh, kind of right about the UK thing. She's Yeah, fair enough. You are. It's kind of split. She's North Carolina and she's UK. We're both right. So, she put out this video called Stupid. And that was a song I just played. And she did an interview with Billboard because she's the next big thing. Here's my theory. Is she? Supposedly she is. Here is my theory. Hmm. I feel like a lot of these new white girls that are doing like dark rap music or popish style music or really like I didn't indie know she was rock. Like that checks out. Yeah, she's absolutely right. Really indie, just dark, scathing kind of suicide girlish look indie i don't feel like they're musicians at all i feel like they're drama students i feel like they are drama students who this is their way to break into acting and becoming a white female rapper is a great way to show your acting ability because you get to put on the hair and the makeup you get to do the colors you get to copy tyler the creator style and have like blood and you know, very Harley Quinnish shit in your video and it's all rampage and just dark, dark white girl lost shit. And I'm okay with it, but I'm oh, not a yeah, fan like, of the music. I'm not mad at this song. I actually like like women rapping about raunchy sex related shit. So I'm not mad at that. And the beat is fire. So I don't know if she got any other songs that like are good or not, but she has another one called no. "Hi, It's Me," which sounds a lot like, which just from the title sounds like very Slim Shady. But I'll play it just to see. It does sound like that, doesn't it? <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I gotta say this. And another one, okay. of, one of the biggest reasons that I think these are actually actors that these are just drama school kids or kids straight out of NYU school of acting or harvard school of acting that are choosing this to further their acting career is because somehow these artists these these white girls come out of nowhere rapping and they have the most pristinely shot videos with some of like the best equipment and the best direction and editing and like post-production work of any video on youtube and I'm just like, where do you get the money for that from? You get the homies for that. 
you getting it. You got a budget from whoever the hell is uh, fronting you. I feel like I feel like this is the new venture capital movement, <laughs> venture capital artists. I mean, it might be like investing in a rapper or some shit to, you know. Yeah. Uh. It's very CB4 to me. <laughs> it leads me all the time. It's like I need a babysitter, someone to come and get me. Cause I forget the crazy shit, the littlest things impress me. Mediocre in the bed, my bestie would never let me. Oh, I did it again. I slip up, I text you, I forget that you are so, so disrespectful. I did what I said that I wouldn't. Why am I such a sucker for a fuckboy's freckles? Hi, it's me back again. Here to remind you that he's not worth it. Hi, it's me, your best friend. Take his old t-shirt off and burn it. I'm so good on this one. I'm yeah, I don't like this song at all. Absolutely good on this. Uh oh, they have an interview. Let's see. Speaking of those graphic lyrics, was there ever a moment when you felt uncomfortable and not confident enough to write things like that? If anything, this is me more toned down. Of course it is, because you're a lot crazier than you look in these videos. It's ah uh, ah. Uh, uh. I just don't care. I used to get in trouble a lot in school because I would write very naughty stories and poems in class. Now it's just very important to me that my messages align with my own personal values. But I think at the end of the day, we're all just gross sexual human beings. And I would like to talk about that. Is that how you got started with songwriting? Yeah, definitely. I used to write these horrendous poems, but there's one that stands out. I got suspended from school because I wrote a sexy poem about my teacher, but it wasn't really sexy. There was a Sasquatch involved and my teacher took took a shit on the desk or something. And I thought it was hilarious. Then my teacher picked it up and she was like, you're so suspended. That's kind of what sparked her. Did her teacher actually say you're so suspended? This is a weird ass story. bro. (laughs) I feel like this is just I feel like this is just more fuel to the fire warming my theory because this is bullshit. Her, te- her teacher picked up her dad, her Sasquatch death shitting poem and said, you're so suspended. Okay. All of your songs and visuals have a bit of spooky feel to them, like Halloweeny two pumpkin spice. Yes, I do a Halloween song every year. You've only been, you just came out. <laughs> you know what? I do a Halloween song every year and I think I will continue to put one out until I'm 87. What a random age number. Bruh. I okay. Really, Somebody's, I, she's being trying to be cute, I guess. Uh, bruh, I'm telling you, this is all, this is all. Do you come from a musical family? Absolutely not. I'm so jealous of my friends who came from these super musical households where they were learning piano at three years old. My parents didn't really play loads of music around the house. We had the radio, but they weren't teaching me about music. And then I remember my first, holy shit, there's so much music out there that my little ears haven't heard moment when I was 11 years old. I got a pink iPod Nano for Christmas. You got a not, you got an iPod Nano for Christmas from a family that doesn't care about music? That's interesting. And I doubt We're not caring about music. It's not the same as like playing music. They don't listen to music. And I downloaded MIA's A Ruler album and Bucky Down Gun just blew my little brain away. You're on tour with Danny Brown. What's that like? And what can fans expect from an Ash Nico set? He's hilarious. He is so funny, man. He's He's so fun to tour with. Him and his whole team. I'm so happy they're having me on this tour. It's really lovely first USA tour and they're just mad supportive. Danny Brown knows all the words to my songs. It's a very supportive environment. (sighs) During my set, people are going to see a lot of laughing. Apparently I laugh loads on stage. I laugh loads in general, but somebody tweeted me the other day and they were like, stop fucking laughing on stage. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. You really be laughing like shit. Oh God. Uh, okay. 
Well, ask Nico if y'all want to. That's Nico with two Ks. Well, I like 50% of her music I've heard right now, which isn't a great ratio, but. Uh, okay. I'm, I thought I needed to play a Ratchet video, but I just read a Ratchet interview. I'm still going to play this Ratchet video, but wow. <laughs> just wow. Hi, guys. What's up? I'm Jesse Taylor. I want to be just like Cardi B. Where I have- okay. So, um, I, what the fuck was that? <laughs> okay. I found. Like, I'm, I'm already out. I'm already out. <laughs> I found Jesse Taylor. When I was reading, something popped up on one of my feeds and it said that she made one of those YouTube crying videos because they deleted her Instagram account. And she says that's how she was making a living and now she can't make a living anymore. So when I Googled the girl's name, Dr. Phil episode popped up and I was like, huh, let me go listen to this. And this is what I found. Over 40 million followers. Right now, I only have 180,000, but that's just the beginning. I was at a video shoot all day yesterday. I have to go get my nails done for a photo shoot. Before I was an influencer, I was an all-star cheerleader. I graduated one year early with straight A's. I kept my virginity until I was 18. Those three things had nothing to do with one another, but continue. At all. <laughs> I was like, what is that? What do they mean? Continue. A couple years ago, I started getting thousands of followers from being cyberbullied. I ended up getting 30,000 followers almost overnight, which is crazy because I had nothing before that. I wasn't posting anything naked. I was just kind of posting bikini pictures. I made 6,000. She wasn't posting anything naked, but the picture that they showed in the background while she was saying, I wasn't posting anything naked, they had to blur out her nipples. So I'm just saying. Mm. My first week, I went to the Gucci store and I bought a laptop and I bought a car. The way that sentence was phrased, what? What? This does you, not make sense. You got a Gucci laptop from a Gucci, Gucci. I was like, did it? I like Gucci, Gucci sell that stuff. Got a Gucci mobile. I don't look, look. I don't, I'm poor. I don't know what goes on in the Gucci store. I ain't hey, you there. used to live next door to the Gucci lady. You remember that? Oh yeah. Wow. Look. Twan, yeah, Twan and yeah, Brandon, the Gucci, Gucci League, Gucci League, that are wrapped Escalade with Gucci all over it. Uh, <laughs> and we, the license plate literally say Gucci Lade. You know what? Nope, nope, not doing it. <laughs> not doing it. I went to the Gucci store and I bought a laptop and I bought a car. And I came to LA. All at the same Gucci store, like swap. that's what I'm saying. That's listen, one stop shop for Gucci right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah, the I Gucci went to all the parties. Star. There was like a bunch of hot guys. I hooked up with I probably probably the hottest guys on earth. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I would deliberately like go and find rappers and hook up with them and then expose them or find other YouTubers and do it for views and more. That's called hoeing. <laughs> if, you, if you're just hooking up with people to expose them or to get money from the hookups, that's hoeing. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it's not influencing, that's for sure. Like, he's literally that kind of guy that will literally tell you that you are a slut. I went from $50,000 to $80,000 almost immediately. Hey, what's up, Arcade? We're on Dr. Phil. I really get recognized everywhere I go now. I'm her fan. I'm her biggest fan. I get into the top events in New York and LA. I honestly get to pick and choose what guys I get to talk to now. <laughs> you should see that. I'll show you a picture. Oh my God. I swear to God, this is like real life. Being an influencer is probably harder than having a normal job because you're constantly worried about what you look like. I'm going to get some ash. She said being an influencer is probably harder than having a normal job, which means she's never had a normal job. That is correct. <laughs> oh, Instagram babies. Awesome there. What people think about you, you're pathetic with like four explanation points. Honestly, these comments are just getting me more views. <laughs> Keep commenting away. On April 4th, 2019, I got my Instagram account deleted. And I almost try to kill myself. I am nothing without my following. I am nothing without my following. Getting my Instagram account deleted was similar to somebody murdering me because that's my career getting deleted. I make all of my money outside. All of it. (laughs) I filmed a whole meltdown and then I woke up the next day with 500,000 views. I got my 15 minutes of fame and I made $10,000 in two weeks and I immediately went and blew it. And now I'm kind of just living off food stamps. 
I got ten thousand dollars. I spent it hey, in two weeks, and now I'm living off food stamps. I'm gonna need her first. Day, you can't get food stamps that fast. You really? I don't can. know what people. Were, I don't know what people where you filled out, but can she sell the Gucci car and the Gucci computer? <laughs> it's probably too late. <laughs> first of all, Gucci sells computers. <laughs> she's just, I, she. That's one of the things we, where people be like, "This is why we have commas." <laughs> that is exactly why. She why we have I, I love I'm sorry, but like I just no, love there was the no fact. pause in her speaking. I love that she went to the Gucci store and brought an Apple laptop probably and a car. <laughs> like none of these things with Gucci. The things I'm gonna do first when I get super famous is get my teeth done and then also you what car did she buy for six thousand dollars? Because it wasn't a nice car. No, it was a used seventy eight Nova. You can't get a laptop and a what's, car with six thousand dollars. Her name is Jesse Taylor Duh, D-U-H. That, that's, not, that's not a legal name, right? <laughs> no. Her legal name, I think, is Jesse. Right. I hope it I is. Just, <laughs> I pray that it is. Her legal name I is Jesse Taylor. Just to figure out. Also, I'll just let you know right now. If you're looking to see what she looks like, she's not attractive. Damn. I just see she's just, I mean, she's no dog. Those teeth. She looked no. like a caricature, my nigga. Like, like, like this this woman didn't win nothing on Instagram. Instagram is pictures. <laughs> like, she is uh, rough looking. Okay, yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what, like, what, what she did. Oh, oh, I'll keep playing. All the guys that okay. didn't want me before, they're all gonna want me now. <laughs> That's why I want to be famous. You said that you're living on food stamps now? Yeah. So this Insta fame is not that f- fame? Can I, see, honest, can I see these nails? Uh, you really missed when they're uh, Dr. Dr. Philip. You should have said, so this instant fame is uh, pretty instant, huh? <laughs> like, you, you could have just said that. Instead of saying it's not really fame. She's famous. That, that wig isn't famous, though, guy. That's one of Holly Berry's wigs. What is going on with this girl? So we're paying for those. No, but I don't get cash assistance. I just get food stamps. There's nothing wrong with food stamps. The people, people get food stamps all the time. But you made five hundred thousand dollars in the last three years, and you're on food stamps. Can, listen, can we stop? Can we stop letting her lie like this? If she made five hundred thousand dollars in the last three years, she don't own a house. She don't own a horse. Allegedly, Lil Yachty blew twelve million already and is broke. Also, so this it's nigga, possible that nigga is lying. But but Mike, what does he Yo. own? What does he own? Like, do he cars got like and three, jewelry? He don't got a crib neither. He got cars and jewelry though. She got yeah, laptop. but that's not like an actual like that's a depreciating asset. True, but she got a laptop and a Gucci car. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just saying. Honestly, can I tell you something? My rent is $40,000 a year. Boop, 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 boop. Your rent is what? (laughs) You thought. Move. What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Your rent is what? Hold on. Math time. Yeah, she she said $40,000 a year. Yeah, oh, she made sure to clarify because I thought she was about to say a month and I was like, nigga, Jay-Z numbers. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's like... Hey, no battle Instagram. That's 1,400 square feet in Harlem. Like, what are you talking about, man? $3,300 a month, dog. I mean, them DC numbers, honestly, that ain't really that crazy. Yeah, I guess, but like, where does she live? My blood. Oh, she live in, I don't know where she lives. She sounds like she's from Jersey, but I think she live in LA. All right, fair enough. I'm living. I spend $1,200 a week. She can laugh if you want no, to. No, no, you guys... <laughs> First of all, she said she said she living off food stamps. So how she spending twelve hundred dollars a week? But she ain't eating the money. I guess that's <laughs> also also it still it does depend on where you live because you could yeah definitely cost of living is like crazy all over the place. But still, there are rents in LA that are less than thirty three hundred dollars a month. What that I is love, a fact. What I love is that there there's more. I think this episode just kept going. Coach Mike, thank you for being here. Thank you. And you've been listening to the conversations that we've been having. And Jesse's currency, how she measures success or failure, 
is a function of how many followers she has. And her way of measuring the worth of a, of a guy or a friend is how many followers they have. Dr. Phil, can I just say something? Like, no, well, I'm serious. Say it quick, I'm because I'm yeah. through listening. I want to start talking. Yeah. You got some say, so, say it, and that's it. Okay. I am your friend. Okay, and I, thank you. Yeah. Okay, friend. Coach Mike. Right. What's wrong with having just followers an as coach? a dimension of self-worth? I mean, what type of coach? Surely coach? not. He's a life coach. Life coach Mike Bayer. Like the medicine company. Does you call him Coach Mike? What the? I'm confused. <laughs> Also, life coaches have nothing. Anybody can call themselves a life coach. Uh, duh. <laughs> what's it, what's the old boy on Facebook? Yazi? Yagi? What's that? Yeah, there's, no, name? there's nothing. Uh, it always makes me feel like people will listen to that and then, listen, then look to the person like, mm, I would believe you, but you know, you went to school to learn about this. Mm-mm. <laughs> what's, uh, <laughs> what's Tony I'm gonna Robbins? I'm going to believe this guy over here. <laughs> Isn't Tony Robbins a life coach? Yes, there's a lot of people that like like I just love how people, like just people would do that and be like, no, I don't trust you because you went to school and stuff like that. But then be like, go to the mechanic, like, mm, I need to see you that you certified. Like, He's well, uh, that nigga went to school too. That's how he know. Trade right. school, vocational right. trade school, nigga, real school, real trade. And in measuring other people, because you talk in best self about seven different spheres, and none of them have to do with followers. Right. I think there's healthy self-centeredness and there's toxic self-centeredness. I am so confused by the statement. Like, so that nigga said there's confidence and there's arrogance. That's, I yes. feel like that's what, <laughs> I feel like that's what exactly he's saying. That, Twan, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Listen, I, I want Twan, I want to believe that that's what he's saying, but I hope he's really saying that there's okay. also self-centeredness, but there's good and bad self-centeredness. Look, this is why I told y'all I tried to write, write me a little self-help book to talk about nothing because it's easy. It's so fucking easy. And yeah, what we have here is I just is took so everything much. he said and said it simpler. Just right there. As soon as he Hold said, on, nigga. He put together an acronym for SPHERES. I love this. SPHERES stands for Social, Personal, Health, Education, Relationships, Employment, Spiritual. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut <laughs> Oh my God! Listen, you write this book, and I'll write my screenplay for my show that I can't say the name of on here because somebody gonna steal my idea. But I've been I've been shopping around my idea for like two years now. I just need to write the screenplay for the first episode. Who's getting their worth, uh, feeling the love by just getting attention? She just wants attention. Why you ain't start off with that? Why you had to this go into nigga, this hey y'all, hey y'all, hey y'all. This nigga just made the revelation that people do things on the internet for attention. What? Are you saying that an Instagram influencer just wants attention? Nigga, nigga. I never never would have crossed my mind. Crazy. Like I thought she wanted maybe a slice of pizza, a home, a new puppy. Uh, you but know, attention? But I mean, it's attention. It's 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 always the last thing you think about. Gosh, she don't want a four hundred one k. I mean, I I prefer four hundred one k over attention. You mean to tell me that she's out here showing off her body for attention? Never look, look, never crossed my mind. Gosh, hooking up with rappers for attention. For attention, that's just ludicrous. Rappers don't get attention. It's crazy to me too, bruh. They just write poems and rap them. Nobody pays attention to that. And what I'm saying is, um, Jesse, are you with me? Bruh, if you say that somebody is posting pictures on the internet for attention and you follow that shit up with what I'm saying is, how can you further <laughs> explain that? What is the next level of explanation that simplifies it enough for the person who didn't get it the first time you said it to get it now? <laughs> what are you going to say? Yeah. All right. So, oh, nigga, the way he just ran across this stage, he does not know a damn thing. The spheres, this is all the attributes of someone's life. So we have their social life, personal health, education, relationships, employment, and spiritual. Right. And right now in Jesse's life, I can't see any of these spheres that is going to fulfill her today. 
in my Hold opinion, the place does he have a bunch of circles up there? He has <laughs> no. He, he doesn't. <laughs> okay, I, was, I, was just, I, I was just like, does he have to, to show his spheres? He has a bunch Bruh, of spheres up he, there. I want you to think about what you and just some asked. of them overlap. And he just doing Venn diagrams. Dog, you're listening to him talk. Do you think he's that better? He's absolutely the, not that meta. Look, I just figured like he'd just have a bunch of circles. Like he he seems like the nigga that's gonna need visuals. But that would be genius if he had a bunch of spheres to represent his seven spheres <laughs> for the acronym spheres. I believe that that's so much meta there. And he's he no, he just got a uh he just opened up Word, <laughs> did the first page of a PowerPoint, drew a box, put spheres in it, and put some words beside him. The start is there needs to start to become a spiritual solution to her life. He made sure to point to spiritual on the sphere. What did he do? For? What'd he do? He, he, po- do that then? he pointed to the right sphere. Okay, Jesse, why are you not even paying attention to what he's saying? I, I am paying attention. I'm just like really upset. All right, what are you upset about? No, Jesse, like, you were so right. This makes no damn sense. True. <laughs> That's why you were paying attention. <laughs> Like, I just don't have, like, any family. Her crying. She should have said I ain't got no her, spears. Her, <laughs> her crying face is the driest uh, cry face I've ever he seen. He should have straight up said, I just, he just told me I ain't got no spears. <laughs> All I, I don't have cube. any guy that cares about me for more than a night. And I don't have anybody I could talk to. If you get into poor me, poor me, there's nowhere we can go in this. I know. Right? Hold up. I don't Tabo. know. What? Tabo. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This y'all sit here trying to get this girl outside of her self-centeredness, correct? She sits there she sit there literally tells you, like, I have a revelation from your spears <laughs> that I am alone. <laughs> and I don't have these people that that care for me, right? Because you just said she's doing this for attention. She's now agreeing with you. And you're like, well, if you're going to be all sad and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get sentimental. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what he just, like, you, you tried to get her to this point, and then she got there with you. <laughs> and then you was like, nope. <laughs> Express, no, expressing our feelings is not going to fix saying, this situation. We not on that spirit no more. <laughs> we on the spiritual now. We on the employment Don't department. get all emotional. <laughs> oh, you darling. So, which of these areas are you most motivated to change for the better? Probably, Probably the lonely. The ones you just talked about. Like, <laughs> relationships with people. And which area right now do you feel like you're struggling the most in? with guys like that I want to talk to like when I go to parties they talk to everybody but me so which area Dr. Phil do you feel but you just said earlier that you have had all the hottest guys hold on is it but look that ain't that is it one of his days on that sphere is it one of like relationships he just pointed to relationships and then he said all right relationships so she just said this is what i want to work on he's like all right fuck that dr phil what she need like is the first area that she should really dig into well to me i would start with spiritual then i would go to personal so she's telling them what she'd like to fix about herself and they're like nah this is what you need to fix thank you they're gaslighting her Dog, this is so fucked up. I went from looking at this woman like she crazy, but now I feel extremely sorry for her because <laughs> you have two men on this show who are just being like, nah. Also, not to feel like it's real simple. It's intro psychology, man. Like, there's a lot of shit you need to get done before you get to spiritual. All right, that's some high level ass shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I'm just for real. Like, you got people who are really like struggling in their day to day. You gotta you gotta address that stuff first before you get to the spiritual. You have to decide who you are and what it is your purpose is of being in this world, and then I would go to personal because you what the fuck up, Doctor Phil? So, Doctor Phil, you wait, horrible. Wait, so before I can further develop any more personal relationship in my life, I need to figure out why God put me here. Yes, thank you, nigga. Yeah, it took a, it takes monks whole lives to do that. They come no, back as cockroaches no. before they figure that out. No. Do you know how many people that are coming to you right now, right, who are 
have some type of issue. You know the first thing I try to teach them? Let's learn how to manage what you're going through. Let's learn some coping skills. Let's learn some stuff to bring this stuff down, to get you to a point where you're able to maintain and function at a more normal rate as we go to look for root causes of what's actually going on. I can't have you looking for root causes. Like the analogy I always use for, for people is like if somebody came to you on fire <laughs> and then you're trying to figure out why did why are they on fire? You see this so they on fire, you're like, man, I wonder why they on fire. Let's explore. Like, no, nah, nigga, put the fire out first. <laughs> Who did this to you? And then, and then, then we can explore the causes of what's going on. Have to be your own best friend. Right now, you're treating yourself like you have no value whatsoever. You're letting men use you. For- like on this show. Entertainment. Yes. You're- like yes. on this show. <laughs> oh, my God. This- <laughs> That's exactly what they Wow. <laughs> they just told themselves. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's so good. You're just letting men use you for entertainment. Like, like exactly how to feel. Allowing yourself to do things that are unbecoming. You're allowing yourself. Like on this show with this wig on, her titties <laughs> and her cleavage show with makeup on her face. There's so much to do uh, things Dr. that Phil cheapen his whole self. who you are as a person. And you're selling yourself way short. I guarantee you, if you would do... <laughs> Dr. Phil makes points like he is trying to hold back an oncoming stroke. Like, <laughs> you, you have to, that's why you have to watch this video and look at the way he talks. He talks like I can feel the stroke, but I can't, it can't happen while I'm reading, while I'm reading the teleprompter. Uh, this was, this is so much better doing it on the podcast than listening to it in the car. This is oh, crazy. this is so bad. One thing for me a day for the next five days, it would absolutely change your life. It would take two hours a day for five days. Will you do it? Yes. What I want you to do what is, he doing? is go to the mission on Skid Row and work in the soup kitchen down there with people who live what you said on that video. You said, I have nothing. I am nothing. I bring nothing to the table. So you want her to go to look at people who actually don't have anything so she can feel better about the fact that she has shit? I know what? I'm about to, you know what? I'm about to do this. My next person that comes to me because they're depressed. I'm about to be like, you know what? Volunteer work. (laughs) I need you to go to (laughs) go to your local mission. And volunteer. Make some soup, nigga. Basically, and you gonna feel better. Hold up. We need to put this on a shirt. You sad? Make some soup. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, what? Go make some soup, nigga. What? You and have a woman. You have the person who literally just telling you that, yes, I am doing some of this stuff for attention because I am lonely. Which probably leads to like low self-esteem and stuff like that. But you're not telling her to do any of that stuff. <laughs> not telling her to work on any of that. Go make some soup, nigga. Oh, that oh, Dr. is Phil, absolutely you not true. You are healthy. You are young. You are bright. You are energetic. And you don't have the right to waste the assets that you've been given. You say, I turn away from people that I think are less than... And I think you should turn towards people that are less blessed than you are in this life. And what I don't. What does that mean? This is dumb. This is dumb thing ever. What this is does thing. that even mean? Oh my god! If you li- if you listen to Dr. Phil on a regular, <laughs> and you are a fan of our show, please call in and tell me what the hell is wrong with you. Yo, yo just want to know. Yo, so when I was listening to this in the car, right, I was thinking to myself, "Oh my god." Daytime television is the poison that is ruining this country. Like, I absolutely no. believe that's why Trump got elected. Too much daytime television. There's so much stuff that people on day- daytime television hosts say the shallowest, deepest sounding shit ever. Oh, absolutely. That's the name of the game. And people just be all up on it 
I mean, hey, we 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 see we all know how Steve Harvey did it. Like he said some shallow ass deep shit all the time. Bro, but they yep. have round tables of shallow people who all feed off their own shallowness now. Like I was about to say, they are all the same amount of vapid, so that like they are blowing each other's minds, even though they're not saying anything substantial the whole time. And they all sound like spinoffs of the view. All of them. The seat. Because they are. The table. The Because talk, they are. They the are speak. all spinoffs of the view. It. Yeah. The, the, group. the view was the first one. The people. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's right. That's where that's where Amanda went. She went on one of those shows and was talking and they was clapping her up, sounding like a crazy ass. Give them a hand up, and when you do and feel that fullness inside your heart, you won't believe how empowering that is. That is not how depression or anything works. That go give a nigga a dollar and you will feel praised enough to be happy with yourself and you will no longer feel depressed guys it's only with that self-help easy. books don't work and some of y'all niggas need therapy nigga workout self-help books don't work like keto so, self-help books need, don't work for most people this is something this is trying need, you to help you in but they're even even he's saying that working five days two hours basically working 10 hours next week in the soup kitchen making soup is going to get rid of her depression and make her oh, look, not want to deal to to look, be so admired. Ten hours work. Ten hours working there is going to change ten gears of life. <laughs> She's going to be completely like, fixed. We, like they like like people never think of it like that. They're like, "Yo, man, it does help, though." It's like, yes, it could help, but if you've been doing a pattern of behavior for years, you doing something for a matter of minutes is not going to change it i i just i feel like i feel like if you work people understand doing exercise and that takes time i don't know why you don't treat the dealing with depressions and other type of illnesses like that why you also don't treat them like exercise you start small you do some things to build towards some new things you continue to set mile goals and that's how you hopefully that's how you do all that's how you do all habits in like, life. Yeah, hopefully Everything you, you learned in life, in goal, you started small and you worked your way up every single day. It, it, it just like like for me, I started walking and I reached a I reached the ceiling and walking isn't making the changes anymore. It's not sufficient enough. And I, I walk too easy now. It's too easy to walk. So now I started jogging and I started doing weight training. That's different. So it's going to take me a while to get comfortable jogging and doing weight training. That was the next milestone. Dealing with depression, telling her to go serve soup in the soup kitchen to some people for 10 hours. is not going to help her advance in any direction. There is no consistency or level of work in that. It's a one-time thing that she's going to do. It might, you might as well subscribe her pills. Yeah, I just, it's just, Wow. That's oh a, my god that's a that whole four minute episode so horrible <laughs> hey guys i'm so here horrible. on the dr phil show about to be interviewed i gotta find more dr phil videos to torture you with <laughs> no no do that do this <laughs> twan reviews dr phil do that do this man. He, he can't hold back if i play him he gonna cop <laughs> his, his, his all his hours his degree will allow him not to speak on it yeah it's, that's a true statement i'm having to trick this nigga into premium fucking psychology episodes by being like today we're watching on the on disaster cast today we're watching dr phil school another teenager about her depression <laughs> and go play yeah <laughs> Maybe it's if you, so... you wear so much makeup on the outside because you're not made up on the inside. Oh, my God. Oh, oh it just makes you want to punch him. Every time I hear it, just makes you want to punch him. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, it was That was great. Thank you, Dr. Phil. I've, I have found Twan's kryptonite. Oh no, yeah. he's speaking psychobabble. Because <laughs> like he says nothing. Because the thing is, it is always easy to say those things, right? <laughs> and then when that person comes back to you, like for day two, and you blow, like, oh, I ain't got nothing now. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? 
Yeah. It's easy to say it. It's harder to walk with somebody through it. Because you got to actually do the work did. So good. Anybody can say, look, look you, know, you know how easy life would be if people, if you could just say to somebody, do something different, and they did it. How many of us it's have bad habits? Like, so like, easy. No, you know how many bad habits all of us have had that somebody that we've had people Currently tell us we still have. Yeah. yeah. That people are like, stop. <laughs> if it was that easy, somebody say, you know what? You just need to stop. I never thought about that. Oh, I'm shit. In. When you put it that way, I guess I will just stop. I'm, I'm in. <sighs> I'm stop. Damn, this heroin was real good. But now that you said stop, I guess you I don't really care about stop, it that no good. Y'all got family members out here, multiple kids. No strong relationship with people. Their whole adult life have never been able to just stop and settle down with somebody and get it together. No matter how many times you told them, niggas can't stop going, can't, can't stop getting in trouble because you know what? It's hard. It's hard to change who you are. Yeah. Like you just can't tell people to stop. And what's, and what's weird is like Ashley, Ashley deals with like anxiety and stuff harder than I do. Cause I don't, it's, I've learned over the years, I've developed methods over the years to help me deal with, to help me better stop in those situations, right? Where I'm getting to a point where I'm like, okay, I need to stop. But that took years. So like working with her through her anxieties to try to help her be able to do the same thing. It takes time and it takes a whole lot of patience because it's, you, you see, it's not going to be an overnight thing. I can't just be like, don't be sad about this anymore. I have to be like, I have to change my whole tone. Like, okay, I get that you're sad about it. Try not to sit and just think about how sad you are about it. Try to do something else or let's, let's go try something different to try to take your mind off of it. Cause if you just sit here, that's what you're going to do. Cause you don't have anything else to do. So let's go try to find something fun to do. Let's go see a movie or let's go get something to eat. And maybe that'll help so you can focus on something else. But I can't tell her to just like stop thinking about things forever because it's not going to work. And there's no, no matter how impatient you get, you have to think of it to a degree of how, how much, how impatient they must be with themselves that they can't do this because it sounds so simple to just say stop. But I definitely don't send her to work in the soup kitchen for 10 hours when she's dealing with her anxiety. Look at those poor people. Don't they look hella poor? What if you was poor? You, you feel better now? Feel better because you're not poor? Good. You could be sleeping on the streets, but you're sleeping in a bed. You should be happy that you're sleeping in a bed. If it was that easy, that's all you, need, all you needed was to have a roof over your head and a nice bed to sleep in and some food whenever you wanted to eat. If it was that simple to deal with anxieties and depressions and mental illnesses, uh, Twan and a bunch of other people would be completely out of work. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> like McDonald's luckily, therapy is not the deal. Yep, luckily I ain't got to worry about that though. Mm-hmm. Oh God, this is. Why are we working so hard? We we could just do what Doctor Phil does. Mm. We could help so many people if we just took. 10%, 10% of our sense and reasoning skills and just talked about things in a doc, in a suit on a stage. We could save so many people and make so much money from doing like doing it. Oh, well, I'm going to go back to work tomorrow. <laughs> Sit in front of a computer. But hey, man, if you ever feel bad about that, Sometimes when I look at Dr. Phil, I feel bad. Go down to the soup kitchen. See those people who are less fortunate than you. Slank some minestrone. Make some soup. Get your mind. Need a reboot? Make some soup. Need to reboot? (laughs) Make some soup. (laughs) Bring it on down to (laughs) (laughs) Homesville. Oh. Okay. All right, y'all. That has been a full episode of Where's My 48? Because I actually maxed out my H1 Zoom card, so that audio is useless. Oh, shit. It's Damn. fine. I'll just delete everything off of it like I should have done before I started this episode. But uh, we'll get back to y'all. no audio. We'll get back to y'all next week with our guest. Our guest is Nikki Lynette. If you don't know who that is, go look her up. 
and we're just gonna kind of talk because I've been wondering. She she definitely for me could have been on my uh, like who that is. She could have been one of my who that is artists because Nikki Lynette was out here doing commercials and was writing. She been doing a lot of stuff though. I know she been. She did a lot of shit. For, she done a lot of awareness for mental illness. She did a play. Yeah, she. So that's why I wanted to bring her on the show because she's she's got this whole uh, self love thing going on now that she's promoting, and I just kind of want to, I just want to talk to her about how she got there and now where she's going, where she's taking it, what she's going to do, how it's going to affect her music. So it'll it'll be a really good conversation. Like, and she's a very intelligent, well spoken person. Like y'all are gonna love her personality. It's definitely it definitely fits right in with our ratchet ass behavior. She works Sweet. right in there. Plus, y'all have already heard it before. I play her uh, audio drop at the end of some of the episodes. So, who's that woman talking about white boys? That's looking. That's Nikki Lynette. So, pay attention next time it drops. And on top of that, I'm, well, not on top of that. And with that, we're out. I'll let y'all next time. Make sure you go leave reviews for us on for moviechillerreviews.net on iTunes, please. I want to be Rotten Tomatoes official. So you can see my scores for films next to the racist white people who gave Joker 96% and gave Harriet. Uh, well, Harriet's got like 90 some percent. So, yeah, I don't know. Oh, no, my bad. They gave Watchmen bad uh, Rotten Tomato scores because it talks about shit white people did to black people. They gave Watchmen bad scores saying that it was too political and the whole goddamn graphic novel of Watchmen is based on political allegory. Yeah, exactly. It's literally based on positive. Literally, they had Dr. Manhattan win a war for them because he was for America. Right. (laughs) And the entire thing it's political. It's all based in like, hey, Nixon is still in and he's run the country into the toilet. America. Fuck yeah. All right, yeah, Josh. I love it. It said like, oh, go ahead. We're not going to talk about that because we got to go home. <laughs> no, <Nope, laughs> yeah. We're, we'll holler at y'all next time, yo. Peace. Yep. <laughs>